News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio, where we are a solid conservative and just plain right. Copper, thank you for playing some Van Halen to fire me up as we come back into this next round. I appreciate that. That is a good one. It is a good one. Uh, yeah, the song right now is actually the ringtone on my phone, just so you know. I mean, just, there, there you go. Nice. That's, that's, yeah. Hey, listen, uh, folks, I got to tell you about my friends over at Otter Creek Farm. If you've never been there before or seen it, go check out their website, ottercreekfarmstead.com. This is a wing shooting destination bar none, and it's right here in North Alabama. Folks don't often realize it's there, but they've been featured in Garden and Gun magazine. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. stayed there not long ago. I mean, it's it's a it's an amazing facility with hundreds of acres of manicured grounds and beautiful facilities. Great chefs on staff to cook for you, overnight accommodations. But if you like to pheasant and quail hunt, that's your place. OtterCreekFarmstead.com is a jewel right here in North Alabama. But let me tell you about another one that uh, I really enjoy having as one of the advertisers on our show, too. Bullet and Barrel. Bullet and Barrel is right here in Huntsville. Uh, owned by Melanie Hammer-Murray and Bill Roberts, Bullet and Barrel's got an expert staff that literally has a professional shooting range indoors. Uh, they've got venues that you can rent for your meetings. They've got the, uh, just basically a welcoming shopping experience if you're into guns and gun accessories. Uh, Bullet and Barrel, I like, to, I like to refer to it like they do on their website. It's a country club. But uh, right now on the phone with us, uh, Melanie Hammer-Murray from Bullet and Barrel. Thanks for joining us on Right Side Radio. Hey, thanks for having me today. Well, we're, we're glad of it, and uh, thanks for what you do. Um, listen, Melanie, I'm not sure if you got a chance to hear any of our prior segments, but we've been talking for about the last hour about uh, the Biden administration's absolute intent to uh, curtail Second Amendment rights and, and the plan, which is actually the Biden plan, they call it, and it's on his website. I'm not making any of it up. But but you're out there, you're in the industry, and and you, you see every day people wanting to buy or learn more about or just use their own firearms in a safe and efficient manner. What kind of trends are you seeing right now in the industry? Well, let me just say um, that right off the bat, I mean, we expect to see a slowdown every summer. I mean, I'm not comparing that to 2020 um, because, of course, that was a bubble that was created by a lot of um, – kind of outstanding situation. I would say that was a year of infamy, you know, like we yes, back on 2020, <laughs> go, oh, that was a year of infamy. Um, so certainly, you know, anyone that, you're, that you talk to that's in this industry is going to say, oh, we're slower than last year because, you know, you would expect that. But I can also say that, um, you know, that's not the mindset or the reason that any of us want to just have stellar business. I mean, we don't want to have I mean, I'm never going to look a gift horse in the mouth, don't get me wrong, but we want to do well because people are approaching um, the, the lifestyle choice of owning a firearm out of reasons other than just pure unmitigated fear and terror. You know, that's, yeah. you know, that's just the way that is. Um, so as far as how is this year stacking up to other years, we are ahead of where we were in 2019. We're certainly, my store is certainly ahead of where we were prior to that because we were just getting out, you know, started. We were a brand new business. So we're in our third year um, of um, being open and we see steady growth, particularly in a couple of sectors. Um, we, are, we are seeing uh, more people seeking out silencers or suppressors, depending on what you want to call it, that's a really healthy um, area of growth. And I think that in part that comes because there are more people shooting indoors and in shooting ranges. And it's a health issue for us. 
I mean, it's, <clears throat> you know, there's the mo- the way the movies present silencers and suppressors. That's not the reality. <laughs> what no, they not really at all. Not at all. For. Um, for most of us, it's a health issue. We want to be in a shooting range. We want to be shooting repetitively, and it's, it's, you know, better for our hearing um, if we're able to shoot with suppressed. Um, firearms. So, well, Melanie, let me ask you this: What are you, what are you seeing in terms of trends of first-time gun owners? Are, are you are you seeing more of them coming in saying, "I've never owned a firearm, but I've decided I want to now"? Are you are you seeing more of that, or well, we're, about the same? I mean, look, twenty twenty was the year of the first-time fire owner. Um, wow. Hang on, I'm going to take you off the speaker because I feel like we're getting some weird reverb. Um, twenty twenty was definitely the year of the first-time firearms owner. Yeah. That, particularly for women. Um, so a lot of those people are sort of catching up now, and they're stopping and they're thinking back on the course of their year, and they're saying, well, I bought this firearm. Now what am I going to do with it? And we've been pretty steadily beating that drum, as has Noel Bishop, our training partner, where we're, we're saying, you know, it's not something you want to just bring home and stick in a drawer or in your closet and expect to know how to use it if you ever do need to use it in something. Exactly. So, exactly. We're, you know, definitely there's still steady growth in that first-time firearms owner taking a beginner class. But more importantly, we're seeing the people who took that class that are now coming back and they're saying, all right, I want to know more. You know, yeah. what do I need to do if I'm shooting in low light? What do I need to do if I want to shoot with, maybe I want to use a shotgun as home defense. So they're kind of upping their game. I mean, shooting's a perishable skill, right? It is, absolutely. And if you, Yeah. So if you don't practice, then you're, it's going to go away. And, you know, in the same way that a lot of us have personal trainers because we won't go do our job at the gym, <laughs> we see people using... Uh, the shooting range as a sort of personal trainer, you know, helping them push themselves. Um, and then we even do, we do fun shoots on Thursdays, which I invite any of your readers, you know, if you're, if you're familiar with firearms, it's not a great thing for you to do if you just never shot a gun before. But if you're somewhat familiar with firearms, you should check out these fun shoots that my range does and other ranges do the same that introduce the factor of time and, a little bit of pressure because people are watching you. And it's it's like healthy competition, you know? Nobody's judging you. You're just, you're, you're going up against yourself. Well, I love that. And let me ask you this too, Melanie. So one of the things that, that I'm seeing more often is, you know, I, I find myself almost curtailing my own time at the range and, and I'm a gun guy by the way and, and and you know former army ranger and so it's it's hard to find somebody more second amendment than me on the radio I would hope but the reality thank you for is your service sir well thank thank you I appreciate that but I I find myself limiting my own time on the range because I'm having a hard time getting ammo uh, so what do you see well, in terms I, of stock on the shelves yeah. right now well that's super understandable um there's still shortages of 380 and 38 I mean I don't see that that's going to necessarily get any better anytime soon as far as range ammo goes that's lightening up i I would i'm almost ready to call that stable (laughs) i'm not quite here i'm almost ready to say we have a stable supply of of nine millimeter range ammo so if that's what you shoot you know then you should be fine and and i'll say that you know the good thing about bullet and barrel is and not just to plug my range but other ranges as well a lot of us have rental gun banks 
And so if you have at home something that you can't get ammo for, but you want to come practice shooting, you shouldn't let that stop you because we'll have, you know, 22s, for, for instance, that you could rent or a 9 millimeter or some other variation where you're still practicing, you know, some of the same skills. Well, I think that's important because, you know, you should also, you should be familiar with your own firearm. You should be familiar with your own caliber. But nonetheless, of some of the skills of shooting are, are, are not caliber specific. Things like, you know, uh, muzzle control, breathing control, uh, sight picture, all of it, uh, sight alignment is all going to wind up being uh, the same no matter what firearm you're using. So that's a great point. You can come down there and make yourself familiar with the aspects of firing a firearm as opposed to just the mm-hmm. one that you have. But then again, you also got to get familiar with the one you got. Breath control is huge. Uh, you know, Everything. Uh, I, I mean, in so most we, sports, isn't it? I mean, because at the end of the day, this is a sport, too. It is. So and, in, and, in most sports, I mean, if you breathe at the wrong time in your golf swing, you're going you're gonna to mess it up. So, um, you know, I think that's another important factor. And, you know, Noel is also teaching a class um, uh, that is a dry fire class. And I mentioned dry fire with a little bit of trepidation because I don't, I want, you know, the listeners to, to think if you're going to do dry fire at home, my gosh, my gosh, my gosh, you've got to make sure that gun is empty. So, you know, <laughs> yes. maybe talk it through with somebody before you, you know, you do. Um, Every gun is loaded fire, until you prove otherwise. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Um, but there's a lot that you can do even at your house without ammo to stay on top of the trigger control and the breathing, which, you know, as I said before, that's everything. Well, let me ask you this. So uh, with regards to long guns, uh, so my chosen calibers on the sidearm are, are 380 and 9 mil. I heard what you said about that. But then how about 5.56? Are you seeing AR-15 ammo like two two three and 5.56 becoming more readily available yeah, it, now? Yeah, it's, it's coming back it, online. It's not quite as bad as it was. I had a um, – in my desk drawer at, in my office, I had a, a bag of um, uh, 5.56 ammo that I have for my own um, – um, Wilson Combat, that's an, an AR platform, and my husband likes to shoot it, and I would hand him like six bullets at a time. Like, this is all you get. So, um, Here's your ration. That now. I'm, I'm letting him, you know, take it, and he goes and, and does his thing with it. But, um, yeah, we we really were being particularly careful with the 223 and 5.56, and that's that's loosening up as well, and I'm I'm really hoping you know that by um, September October we're going to see um, a lot of stabilization there because there are a lot of people who use that for deer hunting as well, Thank and you. so you would you would naturally think that the manufacturers would be ramping up their production for that, right? I mean, it's a it, it's more than just a self defense thing; it's also Whoa. used for other other types of shooting. Well, Melanie, this is extremely informative. We're about to take a short break. Can you hang on during the break? I want to ask you a few more questions and sort of get your your thoughts on trends in the market right now. Hey, we're talking to uh, Melanie Hammer-Murray. She's one of the owners of Bullet and Barrel right here in in Huntsville. And uh, and, and listen, her, her... her country club, like we like to say, is an amazing place. If you are into firearms or you want to get into firearms, firearm safety, how do I handle a firearm? Uh, what are the different aspects of firearms and, and sports that are involved with firearms? All of it at Bullet and Barrel, and I'd love for you to check them out. This is Phil Williams, News Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, Right Side Radio, where we like to say we are solid, conservative, just plain right. we got plenty more where that came from. We'll be right back in just a minute to tell you more about Second Amendment and then move into hmm, a little masking in Huntsville District Schools. We'll be right back.
News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. So glad you're with us. It's Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. Looking for some more right side ruffians to join the ranks out there and just say to the liberals that are trying to take away our rights, uh, you know what, not on my watch. That's what we need, more of that. More folks who will band together and say, the world as we know it is not going to go in that left direction. We are going to not let it happen on our watch. And if you tell yourself daily that you refuse to be canceled and then remind your friends, by the way, there's more of us than there are of them, we'll be fine. Hey, listen, I'm going to go back to uh, our discussion with our friend uh, Melanie Hammer-Murray is the owner of Bullet and Barrel. Uh, Melanie, thanks for hanging on during the break. I got a couple more questions for you, though. You still there with us? I am. Great. Hey, listen, uh, let me ask you, Melanie, um, two things. Uh, one is, you know, obviously Alabama is an open carry state, but most people who do carry are, are, are more comfortable with concealed carry. Do y'all have uh, instruction? And what are you seeing in terms of concealed carry uh, as a trend? Well, I see so many people talking about it. And, you know, where I think that I'm not a person who would open carry. Okay, so that's up to each individual. It's almost, it's almost like I would hazard to compare it to mask or don't mask. Um, that's not something I'm comfortable with, but I know people who are, and, um, we have training situations for you, whichever of those camps you fall in. In fact, we also have training for you. If you fall into the, that's all right for you. I'm not touching a gun. I'm not comfortable. We have situational training to help individuals think about what they can do to try to make their own places, homes, you know, the way they travel more safe, even without carrying a weapon. So, you know, we're not, you know, yes, firearms are our primary focus, but we are not only talking about that. Uh, that's outstanding, I, and, I, and I appreciate that. And I think that's a well-reasoned approach. I mean, they're, they're, the, the, the liberals in society want to paint gun owners as fringe and always determined to walk around, you know, the grocery store with their AR-15s, and it's not like that. Um, but uh, l- let me ask no. you this, too. I don't know if y'all do this or not. I'm asking straight out because I've just about gotten to the point now that I'm not just about. I'm, I'm ready to get into reloading. Do y'all have anything in regards to reloading at Bullet and Barrel? Do y'all do that kind of thing? Yeah, no, I don't do reloading at Bullet and Barrel. Um, maybe, I mean, mainly just because that's a whole nother level of insurance, and I got enough of that baloney going on that I have <laughs> to take care of and pay for as it is. So, those lawyers, um, you know, the <laughs> if it's not the government, it's the insurance industry. So, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't do reloading um, supplies. I do know um, of a very reputable store in town that does carry them. And if you want to find out more about reloading, I have people who work for me that do reload, and you can come and talk to us, and we can tell you where to go. Um, You know, we think a lot of this other store, and so, you know, we would recommend uh, folks to go in that direction. Well, um, that's outstanding. Okay. Hey, Melanie, listen. We're not doing that yet. We're, we're, we're down to it, and uh, before we go, though, I want to give you an opportunity to tell folks where they can find Bullet and Barrel, uh, whether online or in person. Well, we're at uh, 3252 Lehman Ferry Road, which is almost on the corner of Johnson and Airport Road and Lehman Ferry, where they all sort of intersect. Um, and then, of course, we're www.bulletandbarrel.com. Um, we're open every day but Monday. Um, we'd love to see you, and we're a, you know absolutely the best 
indoor shooting range in the state, um, maybe in the southeast. Um, we're highly recommended, highly regarded across the country. We're one of a handful of NSSF-rated uh, five-star shooting ranges. So we'd love to see you, um, whether you're an expert or just uh, gun-curious, as we like to say. Um, there's something for you at Bullet Barrel, and, and we'd love to help you. Hey, Melanie, thanks so much for being on Right Side Radio. We'll have you back again, and uh, we appreciate your insights and, and what you do, and thanks for supporting uh, uh, the show as well. So you have a great day. Thank you, sir. All right, thank you. Hey, that was Melanie uh, Hammer-Murray. She's the owner of Bullet and Barrel right here in town. Folks, we spend a good bit of time now. As we're coming towards the top of the hour, we spend a good bit of time talking about your Second Amendment right. But it's not just your Second Amendment right. You really have to pay attention and understand what your rights are. Because the left who doesn't like your rights would do everything they can to cancel them. Everything they can to dox you for having them. Everything they can to try and tell you that what you thought was right is now wrong. And do all that they can to shame you into basically just disavowing yourself of the rights that your Constitution provides for you. I mean, what a tragedy to know that you have a right to freedom of speech, but they don't want you to speak. Or what a tragedy it would be to, to know that you have a right to assemble and to worship your God and to, and to, and to have those opportunities in a daily life in a society that, that believes in that, and yet they don't want you to have it, and so they try to make it an impediment to progress for you to do so. Don't let it happen. We, you know, let, Hebrews 10.24 says, let us not forsake our assembling together, and all the more so as we see the day drawing near. Folks, you've got to make sure that you recognize the value of community. There are more of us than there are of them. Truthfully, there are. Well, listen, we got another half hour coming up. And in a minute, my understanding is, if all goes well, we're going to have Mr. Carlos Matthews, who is a District 5 member of the uh, uh, school board for the Huntsville City Schools. We're going to talk to him about this new mask mandate that they've just put in place yesterday. I want to hear, I got questions. You got questions? I got questions. So Mr. Matthews is going to be on. I'm certainly going to treat him with respect, but I'm going to ask him some questions. And I think it's fair for us to know why the Huntsville City Schools sees this as being the right idea for a two-year-old. Um, yeah, it, 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 I got questions. So stay tuned. We're going to switch gears and move off the Second Amendment and just talk about, you know, walking around without a mask. Or how about the government moving the goalposts or making things harder? Yeah, more to come on that. And then uh, when we get through talking with uh, Mr. Matthews, uh, we may have uh, another guest call in and just talk for a minute. Might even open the phone lines and hear what your thoughts are on today's show. We got plenty, plenty, because it's a target-rich environment. So hang around. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, just plain right. More to come. We'll be right back after this.